Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Chakra Way Meditation Podcast. So today I'm in conversation with Shannon Swanson and I was really drawn to Shannon when I met her online and I just thought this woman I really want to speak to. I feel like she's got so much value to add and I was not wrong. I was glad my intuition served me. Um, Shannon is basically, she's a, she was trained as a therapist. She started off in the health arena. Um, she taught, she t- treated children. Um, but now having gone through her own massive transformation in her life, she is now helping other women transform their lives. So she says, and I love this, that her, her sort of therapy work, if you like, it's based in science, but with a touch of woo which I love um, because she embraces that energetic body that we inhabit. Um, The, you know, all of that um, that stuff of developmental self, inner healing, all of that, she gets that, but she's got this science therapy based background and she's lived it. She's walked the walk really um, in her life and we'll hear all about it. You know, she will uh, hopefully really inspire you to know that you can live your life how you want to be. You know, I think so many of us sleepwalk through lives feeling slightly unfulfilled, not quite sure how to get out of these patterns that we're in and all of that. So here we go. Enjoy. Um, Soak it all up. And thanks for listening. Okay, welcome to another episode of the Chakra Way podcast. And today I'm joined by my lovely guest, Shannon Swanson. Hi, Shannon. Hi, how are you? So good to be here. 
Thank you. Thanks so much for coming. Um, Shannon was one of those people that when I found her, the sort of the energetic resonance of like, yes, this person was really, really strong. I don't get that with everybody, but I did with 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 you. So I'm excited to chat with you. Shannon is a therapist and a health coach. But I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like we're going to have an interesting and juicy conversation because uh, tell me, first of all, let's just talk a little bit about your journey and, you know, kind of how you got to where you are today. And because I know you started more in the health arena, didn't you? Yes. Well, I started, you know, I will try to make this as succinct as possible. It's been quite a journey. So I started way back when working in the juvenile justice system here in Oregon and worked. I got an associate's degree in criminal justice and had to do this mandatory internship because I really sure wasn't still what I wanted to do. Mm. Ended up working in juvenile detention and working with kids and I absolutely loved it. So then I was focused. So work, did that for a little while and then ended up uh, getting my master's in social work because I wanted to continue my work. Um, and be a therapist. And then I started working with little kids and worked at an agency here uh, for 20 years. And in that I was a therapist in something called psychiatric day treatment, where kids are pulled from schools and they're placed in our day treatment programs for just the day where they receive um, all kinds of therapeutic support in a therapeutic milieu and uh, ended up going into management. And around the time I was kind of in the last seven years I was there, I was there for about 20 years. Um, I started having issues with my hormones going through perimenopause and having a lot of symptoms and went to the doctor, got checked out, got diagnosed with hypothyroidism. Oh, yeah. And with that, you know, was told, which was strange to me, it's still strange to this day that my thyroid was wonky, but there was absolutely no explanation as to why my thyroid was, why I was having these issues. Uh, fast forward, I ended up healing myself through natural means. And then that's when I decided to become a health coach because I really was so inspired to, you know, shout it from the rooftops that you, there are other alternatives to medication. I'm not saying medication is the worst way to go, but I remember thinking, you know, if I take this medication without really diving into the root cause and finding out why, because I believe yeah. we can we have the power to heal our own bodies yeah. that, um, I would be on this medication for the rest of my life. And so I'm like, I'm going to try this first. And it worked. And so I changed my diet. I started taking supplements, learned all about the gut, which is really the key to everything. And um, started my health coaching practice. And then over the course, then COVID hit. And I would say since around 2019 and what I'm hearing now, so I've, I'm kind of more on the spiritual side of things now. It's kind of where I've moved to. So I think a lot of people probably listening to this, I'm guessing if they're drawn to you, which is, I think there's, there are no accidents that a lot of people have experienced a lot of upheaval, upheaval in their lives. So massive changes, changing careers, waking up to their lives and going, wait a second, how did I get here? I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. I'm not, this career no longer resonates. I'm losing friends. What's happening to me? And so I ended up having a spiritual awakening in 2021. And by that time had left my, my career, my job, um, became estranged from my family, realizing it was really toxic and separated from that ended up separating from my husband and realizing that I was in denial, that it wasn't working and just everything started to kind of fall apart. Wow. And then in looking at my business, 
I was no longer resonating with doing hormone because I got a specialization in hormone health. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. It doesn't resonate. I'm not attached to it. I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. And so I started thinking, what is the common thread? Because I know that because I kept thinking back to being a therapist and what, what was my real joy and my sole purpose. And the common thread has been teaching people to believe in themselves, like to really remember who you are, who, who are you at the end of the day? You're not your defense mechanisms. You're not your traumas. You're not your wounds. You're something bigger and you're more powerful. You have the power to heal yourself. You have the power to live the life you want to live. And with women in particular, who were taught to be good girls and live by the rules and, you know, go to school and buy the house and meet the guy in the white picket fence. And some of us are like, that's not really what makes us happy. Yeah. And so it's really helping women realize that and come into their full truth unapologetically and remember really at the end of the day who they are that's kind of how and that here I am <laughs> My yeah okay I mean there's so much to unpack there and so much interesting stuff because I feel like I could really dive deep into the interesting stuff about a hormones thing and and it's interesting because I had hypothyroidism. Um, they call it Graves' disease. Is that right? Mm, the, yeah, 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 overactive yeah. thyroid. I had yeah. that um, shortly after giving birth to my second child. Um, and I was not remotely uh, awake, alive to, you know, my you know, holistic kind of self. And so I took the medication. Luckily for me, it worked. I came off it. So happy days. And I've not, not gone back. Yeah. But now I'm more in that energetic spiritual field. I now understand that thyroid issues are very A, hormonal, and B, really belong pretty much majorly to women. And why would that be? I wonder, is it something to do with our throat chakra energy and being Absolutely. suppressed? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Is it something about not being it's heard? so true. Yeah. Yes. And for a lot of women, you know, when I've with the thyroid, because I did a lot of stuff around that. And it's really true that, you know, women who are have tried the medications I've read in so many Facebook groups, I've tried the medications, I've changed my diet, I've done this and nothing's working. And really at the end of the day, for a lot of women, you know, stress is also a huge culprit, but it's also not realizing that the throat chakra is blocked. You're not speaking your truth. And, and again, everything is energy. We're made of energy. Energy flows through us. Emotions are energy. Everything is energy and everything impacts our chakras. Mm -hmm. And I, I think we're, I think we're in an unprecedented time with Ascension and all that's going on that people yes. are starting to work up to this and Big realizing it's so exciting. It, so isn't exciting. it? I am literally just get chills when you said that because I'm uh -huh. so feeling that at the moment. I really am. And I think the more people awaken to this and just start talking about it, just every time they meet with their girlfriends or whatever, instead of saying, oh, how's the kids and how's the husband? It's like, no, how are you? How's your health? How are you feeling? What's your energy like? Like, come on, let's get deep deep into this stuff because that's the stuff of life that's those are the kind of conversations that give us the energy to make changes and to begin to understand what we're what we're doing with our lives yeah yes. okay so the hormone imbalance is something that we could really get into however <laughs> i feel like i want to get into your current work that you do as um 
So you are helping people move through, I don't know what your terminology would be, get over, move through, move past trauma, anxiety, fear, all of these things that seem to be kind of programmed into women in a way. Yes. You yourself have found freedom from not only, you know, your career, um, you know, you've done it all. Like most of us like, well, my career's good, but my relationship's crap or, you know, vice versa, you know, but you've gone there. You went all the way, everything. So (laughs) (laughs) he did. And, um, kudos to you for for doing that I was talking to somebody the other day who was saying I said you know they changed their entire life and I said god that must take such courage to change your life like that and he said no what it was is that it took me not being able to bear being in that state anymore like not being able to to stay so um Yeah. Talk me through the kind of work that you're doing now in terms of this helping people to find that freedom. Well, I think that, you know, I, in my work, I'm combining my skills as a therapist with health coaching, with my own awakening and my own experience and my life completely falling apart and literally completely being turned upside down. And so really wanting to I guess the word that comes to mind is normalize the experience that Mm. um, when it comes to trauma, most people think of something catastrophic that has to happen in order to have trauma in your life. And we always, and I did this too. I was a therapist and was completely, literally in denial of my own childhood and what really happened and the emotional abuse and what I experienced. And so, because we're always thinking, and I did it too. Oh, that person. Oh, I don't have any trauma. That person does because of this gigantic, horrible thing that happened, but Mm. not really realizing that we have something called complex trauma, which is little, little things that happen over childhood and over our adulthood that compound over time. And just these like micro rejections, I heard someone recently talk about it this way. And it's like these constant micro rejections over time that compound that kind of chip away at us. And we don't really realize it and see it. But I think what I the work I really want to do with women in particular is normalize our humanness. And that I feel like we live in a world where particularly for women, it's been this whole expectation to be perfect to be everything to everyone put everyone first and we always go last and it's selfish to to put ourselves first and to go after what we desire um it's selfish if we choose not to have children i mean there's so much there's so much there these expectations and to really help women try to look at how that's impacted their lives and not feel guilty for putting themselves first and try to shed a lot of that and also at the same time bring like just bring awareness to what's holding them back and what it's attached to and normalize that this is it's it's okay to be human it's okay to not want what everybody else expects you to be to not want to be in a relationship anymore so for example there's still to this day so much guilt and shame around divorce and my relationship failed and oh there's something wrong with me because this failed where I look at it as it's just not an energetic match anymore 
Yeah. It's not good or bad. It just is. It's just no longer an energetic match. It was a soul contract. It's been fulfilled. You learned what you needed to learn from each other. And now you're moving on to the next person who's going to come into your life mm -hmm. and who knows what that will bring. But, yeah. um, it's really just normalizing this for women and to not feel so much shame. If all of these things are happening, happening in your life and you want something more for yourself because you deserve it. You're here. You're here to live your life, not for everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's when I was looking at your website, which is fantastic, it's really inspiring. Oh, yeah. And I recommend that everybody go and check out Shannon's website. The link will be in the, in the, what's it in the show notes and so on. But you have that thing there, like you're not here just to exist, you know, like who, if you sick of looking after the kids, making dinner, you know falling on the sofa in front of netflix and then going to bed and not having sex that, like that's not an existence that anybody is choosing mm -hmm. so if that is your existence what is it that you and i i i love that mm -hmm. because i feel that's that really it's so real i mean this so resonates with you know resonated with me you know i went and did your i went and did your quiz as well oh i love it I did your quiz, so I'll be getting your emails and so on. But my result was a lack of self-trust. And I was like, yeah, little miss people pleaser. Yeah, all of that. So, you know, it's, uh, but so, I mean, and the reason why I say that is because I want to, you know, tell people like, even though I'm talking about this stuff, even though I know all of this stuff, I know that the traumas and the, and the things that we go through and the pressures that society puts on us are literally all they are, are just stories that we are telling ourselves. You know, even the expectations of others is just a story that we're telling ourselves. Um, even though I know all of this in my heart of hearts, that doesn't stop those things from bubbling up. And, right. and which is why it's so important to have a tribe, a, a, you know, a support network around you to keep reinforcing, keep reminding yourself, you know, keep educating, keep listening to stuff, keep reading stuff and, and talking to gorgeous people like you. And, you know, um, but I think that that is something that, that we're so, so common in the female yeah existence and especially those of us who are at the perimenopause menopause kind of stage in our lives because you get to that stage and you go okay so I don't have to look after the kids anymore or I'm not going to have any kids anymore that's done mm -hmm. and here I am looking at this slightly kind of aging person in the mirror going okay so you know I'm not stopping traffic anymore and uh, my husband certainly isn't stopping traffic anymore. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, where, where do we want to be? What is the priority in our lives? So how do you help people find that kind of purpose or that, you know, how to, when you have that realization, you want to shift something, how do you thrive? How do you, how do you come out the other side strong? What's your, how do you, how do you, you know, I know it's, so many different moving parts but I think you know you you really hit on it earlier when you were mentioning that other person and what they said and it's true it's when you are finally done with 
you're just, you finally get to a point because, you know, I said this recently, I think I did a reel about it on Instagram where one of the big common lies, I think in the coaching industry is all of this hype around, you know, you'll see people say, oh, the two steps to change or download my, my, you know, magic two steps or five steps to getting started to lose weight or change your diet or change your life or whatever. And I'm thinking there you know, when I've sat and thought about it, I'm like, when people have asked me, how do you start? And there really is no magic answer because it's really different for every single person. And it really starts with when you yourself are finally done with whatever's happening. And a lot of that change comes from being in so much pain and being so sick of it. You're so, you just have to get to the point where you're so sick and tired that you're like, okay, what do I need to do? And you just do it, whatever that is. And it can be a big step for some people. People just go completely full bore and just make huge changes in their lives. Some people it's one step at a time. There's no right or wrong answer. It's different for everyone, but it really starts when you are finally done. And that's what happened with me is I just finally woke up, but I went through a really hard time. So for me, it was my spiritual awakening and being in a lot of pain, but what I created out of all of this was my membership where I really just dug deep with combining all of my skill sets as a therapist and a coach and my own personal experience and like, okay, where does this start? It starts with awareness. So really getting aware of what are the emotions I'm feeling? What is triggering me in my life? What, cause I think that's what's happening in the world is a lot of people, there's so much fear and there's a lot of people being triggered. And so it's understanding what are my emotions? What do they mean? Um, where am I avoiding them? And just really becoming aware of what emotions keep coming up for me? What are they connected to? Are they connected to something in your past? So one common issue for a lot of people is abandonment. Mm -hmm. I know that's true for me. Um, so really, because we're taught to with emotions that there's good and bad emotions and the good ones, especially for women, the good ones are what good girls feel like and should only express and anger and frustration and annoyance. Oh, nope, nope, nope. You're not supposed to feel those things, brush them away, turn away mm -hmm. from those, avoid, avoid, avoid when really it's, and that causes so many issues um, because then we stuff everything. And so it's really understanding and just shifting. I think my biggest piece that I want to help women with is just shift their perspective to be an objective observer of their own experience and emotions, not label it, not judge it, just sit with it and see what it's and start to really, really get curious. What is this about for me? If it keeps, is it, is it coming up a lot in my life? Is there a pattern to this? Is it connected to thoughts or behaviors or choices I've made in my life? And when you can become this objective observer and really pull yourself out of it and just be curious about yourself, just love your, yourself and look at yourself and not judge it and go, oh, that part of me is really bad. And oh, this person said that about me. So that must be true. No, 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 no. Just get curious, become kind of a detective of yourself and you discover so many things about you. And it's so freeing when you can look at yourself without all that judgment, you know? So that's really where I start with people. Yeah. I mean, that sounds that, you know, I, you know, as you know, I work with the chakras. And so for me, it's that that self-discovery is by going through the chakras is by understanding yeah. each of your each, you know, because they encompass, encompass, 
every aspect of your self, energetic, physical, emotional, whatever, plus all the, the, the crap that you've told yourself over the years stored in various different places. So doing, yeah, doing detective work is absolutely where it's at, self-awareness. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, bigger awareness in the bigger picture, but self-awareness is where it has to start for sure. And this sort of holistic scent way of healing is, I love the mm-hmm. fact that you've got the health aspect and the um, sort of energetic, emotional, if you like, aspect of it, which is really good because I think um, combining those together and especially at this time when hormones, you know, I mean, hormones run right in us, whatever age we are as women, you know, <laughs> I don't think there's a peaceful time for hormones until I know. seven or <laughs> I think wherever you are in your hormone journey, it's always an, an adventure. Um, it's always yeah. something. No. Um, yes. So what was I going to get to? I wanted to, yes. So I wanted to just ask you, because I, I know this is sort of maybe part of your past work, but there's something that I'm really interested in, and it's the impact of your gut health on your emotional health. Is there a connection? Because I keep reading that there is this kind of connection to gut health, mental health, therefore emotional health. Yes. Yes. And I think, you know, as a therapist, you know, it's always been interesting to me. And even back when I was still at my agency, and it really drove me crazy, and especially in the field of mental health, that well, in both physical health and mental health, but it's like the the system cut us off at the neck and mental health only deals with whatever's going on in the mind and yeah. physical health only deals with everything, you know, physical from the neck down when they're totally connected. So they've, you know, done research where you, we, we now know that we have three brains. We have the, the brain, the heart is a brain and the gut is a brain and they're all connected by the vagus nerve that runs down your body and it's neurological and electrical and energetic and it's all connected and so you know um who was it who said i can't think of his name starts with an h off the top of my head who said that you know the father of medicine who said you know all of your health is starts in the gut it starts and ends in the gut. I mean, that was thousands and thousands of years ago. And so it's really true. Um, and when I was working at my agency, like I was saying, is I really wanted to look into food and how it's absolutely connected to behavior in children. Um, we're surrounded by so much toxicity. It's in our food, it's in the air, it's in our water, it's in our products that we buy, that we slather on ourselves. It's literally, we're inundated and you can't now, unfortunately in this day and age, totally escape it, but you can do things to reduce your exposure. But our bodies are just overloaded with all of this and it absolutely affects our mental health. It affects our emotions. It affects everything. And you know, it's really looking at the mind body connection and how it's all intertwined and how stress is a big piece of it and energy is a big piece of it and our emotions. So, you know, when we talk about trauma and energy, if we don't allow that energy to move through the body by looking at it and, you know, transmuting it, it stays stuck literally in our cells and makes us literally sick. It's dis-ease. Um, 
And so I think that whenever anyone's looking to heal, if you've, if you're looking at something physical, it's not just physical, you have to look at the other aspects of your life. Um, and the last thing I'll say on that is when I was in school to become a health coach, the one thing, and I went to the Institute of Integrative Nutrition and what was huge in their teaching was Yes, you can teach someone that, yeah, everyone knows that they should eat kale, eat their greens, eat their vegetables to be healthy. But at the end of the day, food is secondary to your issue. It's literally four areas of your life. It's your career, your relationships, your activity level, and your spiritual uh, relationship, whatever that looks like to you. Because mm -hmm. when those four areas are out of balance, then food is where it's going to suffer because we tend to eat our emotions. We yeah. eat when we're stressed you know so um yeah there's it's the mind body connection is huge huge mm. Mm. i saw something the other day which really fascinated me and i've i've been with people you know um healers energy workers whatever who do muscle testing you've done mus muscle testing that thing where you kind of your body will give you a yes or no answer and um and i i saw this and i thought this was fascinating that to do muscle testing if you like with food so you basically you would take um something you know is good for you so take a bowl of kale for example even if you don't really like it but you know it's good for you and you hold it close to your body you're standing up on two feet nice and strong and you're sort of steady and you close your eyes and you just and your body will either lean forward into it that's a yes or it will mm -hmm. lean back away from it that's a no yes, yeah and so you take something that's good for you you know is good for you like an apple for example you hold it close mm -hmm. to your heart and your body will probably lean into it then you take something like a bowl of candy sweets whatever ice cream and you hold it close to you and your body will rock backwards then having felt that definite yes and no you can use that with anything so like pick up a bowl of rice you know maybe rice is not your thing or eggs you know some people they work for because it's so individual and if you actually trust your energy to give you that message I thought that was really interesting um and I'm going to be in my kitchen swaying <laughs> like a man going is this right for me I think I remember us having a module about that in our in our coaching training and I had I had totally kind of forgotten about that but yes you reminded me that's uh, yes that's it's so true and it really kind of speaks to real quick you know with the the experience experiments they've done with water and plants yeah. where when you speak to the water in a positive way and give it positive energy and love and gratitude how the crystals change depending upon whether you're speaking in that way versus very like i hate you you're bad water or whatever you're saying but the <laughs> crystals change yeah it's just yeah so everything at the end of the day everything is energy everything yeah, exactly. Everything is energy. And one of the most energetic things within our uh, our lives, uh, the thing that holds the most energy, I think, is relationships, you yeah. know, big relationships. So your your partner, your relationships. And so I want to talk to you a bit about that, because obviously I know that you, um, you know, you had a pretty traumatic divorce and um I know that you, you know, you're, I think, I hope you're okay talking about it. I imagine oh, you absolutely. are. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I want to ask this question on behalf of people who are in a situation where they're not satisfied, their things aren't great, but they're kind of surviving. It's kind of okay. 
And it's like, well, I don't know if it'd be worse to be on my own or not. Um, I think if it's clear that you need to leave, then that's clear. And it's so that's one, you know, I think I'm wanting to ask you about how to make that judgment call, how to actually leave and then how to come out the other side with your sanity intact, I suppose. I just I guess I wanted to talk to you about your experience and how you dealt with it. Um, well, if I was going to be really honest, what I ended up discovering um, when I was making the decision was I had wanted this for a really, really long time and probably he did too. But I think both of us um, were in denial mm. and we're friends. Like it was a very amicable separation um, 100% uh, because we both still really respect and care about each other. So I think um, for me, I, if I was going to be really honest, I wanted it five years in. Um, but I just, you know, but back then, like we all tell ourselves is like, nope, I committed to this. I took vows. This is what I chose. Why mm. would I, oh, it'll get better. It'll get better. It'll get better. But it's always like, what I always think of is like, you just know, deep down you, I mean, we always say we didn't know, but we do. I mean, I think we really do. And I looking back and it's always easy to look back, of course. But mm -hmm. when I do look back, I wanted this for a really, really long time. And I think often what happens is that like what happened with me is we get very caught up in life. We get where we we're, we live in a world of so many distractions and I was distracted by my career and that was my focus. And going into management and creating programs and everything I did for the agency and working 10, 12, 12 hour days, and then having my daughter. And then our focus was on our daughter and raising my daughter. So I was the mom in my career. And yeah. then every day kind of bled into the next, I yeah. go to work, I yeah. go home, I make, you know, the thing. And it was meeting someone who I felt this unbelievable connection to, um, nothing happened. It was very appropriate, but it woke me up and it, it did catalyze my, my spiritual awakening. Um, and it just, I don't know, it was, it took months for me to kind of realize what was happening, but it woke me up to, to looking at my life and going, wow, if I feel this for a person that I've never physically met, this is really how I want to, it kind of like, it was like being woken up to feelings again, I hadn't felt in a while. And then it forced me to look at my relationship and go, Whoa, I really need to look at this. Mm -hmm. Is this repairable? Is this what I really want? And then I kept coming back to the same answer. No, it isn't. Um, and what's interesting, you know, that I've realized and read about when it comes to divorce and separation for women in particular, is that we make the decision way before we ever go. Mm -hmm. And it takes time. So we decide. And then what we tend to do is stay in the relationship while we grieve it. Okay. And while we're in our minds, we're ending it. And then when we decide to say to our partner, I'm done, we're, we're already done. Like it's, mm -hmm. there's nothing we're done. Yeah. Whereas men, I think it's more of a sudden choice. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, it was really getting real with myself and it was, I will tell you, it's, it was very terrifying, you know, that I'd been in this relationship for 24 years. It's been a long time since I've been on my own. How is it going to affect my daughter? And one interesting thing my daughter did say to me, we were on a walk one day and she said, I don't think she'll care if I share this, but she said, 
I wish you would have done this a long time ago. Mm. And so I think that's important to say because we often believe that staying in it is best for the children when really our children want us to be happy. They want to see what a healthy relationship looks like to see us be healthy. And particularly I think for women uh, with who have daughters is to role model choosing ourselves yes. and doing it in a way that has integrity and not, and it always, and I'm not saying or judging anyone where who have really struggle and have a very horrible experience with separation because my heart goes out to you. I'm one of the lucky ones because you can't control what another person does when you're trying to end something, of course, but um, it was terrifying. And it was just me literally trusting my gut, trusting what I was God and praying and literally and saying, guide me. And I just knew, I just knew. And so I made the choice and I did have times where I was like, God, did I make the right choice? But every time, you know, we've subsequently gone on vacations together and, and he's not a bad person by any stretch. He's a very good person, but every time we're together, I realize I made the right choice because we're just not an, we're just not a match. And that's really all that it comes down to. I mean, you can point fingers all day long because we all come to relationship with all of our traumas and our wounds and our stuff that we project onto each other. We all do it. We're all guilty. Yeah. And I, you know, we could talk all day about the psychology behind it, but really at the end of the day, it was just making the decision that I knew I had to make. Yeah. I mean, I think that the the same, you could apply that very same story, if you like, almost to any other big change in terms of like, you know, moving to a different country, leaving your career, um, you know, uh, making that break with a toxic family member, you know, all of those that applies to any change so I just want to put that out there for people who just think you know banging on about marriage and you're not married or whatever but it can that same exact same process goes through any big change I think yeah Mm -hmm. a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. And and this um this idea that are that are you know this idea that you are the same person age fifty that you were when you were twenty five is exactly absurd, frankly. 
I think it is. you know we grow we grow so much you know at 25 you're you're still in your you know you're you're a baby I feel qualified to say that because I can look back on myself at, at that age and go Absolutely. I was a baby I didn't know myself at all I was so naive I you know it's interesting because I look back on it now and I think god I had already started my spiritual journey you know I'd already fallen in love with yoga and knew that that was my path I didn't realize what it was going to lead to I didn't realize that it was going to lead to you know a full spiritual awakening and all the magic that I now have in my life because of it um all that sort of um solace I guess that it gives you when you feel that connection with energy and with the truth of energy and I don't think that um that that girl how can she be the same as the as a grown ass woman who's been through um the you know the fullness of life lived their best years giving them to your kids and to your husband to your house and your dishwasher and your (laughs) the school run and all of that stuff or the career and the day-to-day you know I've got to climb this ladder I've got to beat the men I've got to prove myself I've got to look amazing like I just stepped out of a magazine every day seriously yeah the expectations are ridiculous. I mean, they really are. And I think, you know, one thing you touched on that that was a big, huge push for me to make the decision to go was I didn't want to live with regret I, I, because I knew, I just knew. And that's the thing. We can run, but we can't hide from our truth. I mean, at the end of the day, and I really believe that the universe is going to to keep knocking at the door and it's going to get louder and louder until you pay attention. And I think that's what's going to be happening more and more with people because of this unprecedented time we're in of ascension. And we're all being called to live more in our authenticity and follow our real true calling and our soul path. And that's what I believe happened. And one of the, I had to, around this time that I was still kind of on the fence, this woman I had been spoken to, I think I went to a tarot reader and she said to me something that I, that really stuck, struck me. And she said, yeah, uh, she said, you know, I used to be a hairdresser and this woman came in one day and she was in her eighties. And I remember we were talking about my marriage at the time. And I was still, when I was still married and she said to me, you know, are you happy? And she said, no, I'm, I'm really not. And she said, well, don't do what I did. She goes, don't stay. She said, I had a chance to leave years and years and years ago and I chose not to and I was miserable the entire time and now I'm 85 and there you go it's over and I thought oh wow you know I need to really be honest with this and I don't want to have any regrets and I know deep down this is not right for me anymore it's not right for either one of us and the other piece is allowing us to each be free to find the person who is our match and the longer that we both stay in this we're not going to be able to find that and I want that I don't want to exist I want to live I don't have a lot of time left (laughs) yeah yeah no I I I hear that I'm totally with you uh it it is all about that and i think connecting with your awareness connecting with energy connecting with yourself as you said right at the beginning is getting to really understand your emotions like sitting with them understanding what is going on for you and trying to understand what the stories are that you're telling yourself that are keeping you in the situation that isn't letting you be happy and this isn't letting you live your fullest life 
you know, that is all stuff that takes a little bit of time and it takes a little bit of handholding, which is why people like you and I guess to me as well, you know, come into this because if you are going through that transition, if you want to kind of get a more out of your life to understand why the hell you're here and what you're here to do um, and how to live, you know, this life, you don't, you don't take your, your stuff with you. You, you take your, um, your spirit is here to learn Mm-hmm. lessons mm-hmm. and do you want your spirit to leave you know this the energy this that you're that you get is going to that's the only thing that you're going to take with you if you like um yeah. and i think that that's one of my big pieces that i want to teach people is really changing the perspective is breaking out of the programming we're so programmed by all these rules and expectations the way we're supposed to the shoulds and live And it's really getting down to the bare basics of I am a soul in a human body here on this planet to learn. Mm. And I'm going to learn through different people. They're going to come in and out of my life and they're either going to be teachers or I'm going to teach them or both. And if we can just shift our perspective and just forgive ourselves and give ourselves a little bit of grace that if relationships end, it's okay it's it's not it's not it's no one's fault there's no blame necessarily because we all are flawed we all screw up we all do our things to each other there's Mm. no scorekeeping it is what it is and if we can just shift our perspective and forgive ourselves that we're just human doing the best that we can because the other thing to remember is that you can't judge yourself for past decisions because you, you made those decisions based on what you knew at the time and you can't judge it now because you know more than you did back then so you just exactly. need to let that go yeah yeah exactly no and if you you know whatever it is that that your heart desires that's the other thing I was doing um I did a yoga day the other day about um finding your sankalpa that um that truest heart's desire that is connected mm-hmm. to the higher self that vow to the self and I want people to, yeah, really, I, you know, that's that's something that I think is really important is that that seeking, you know, what's more exciting than hide and seek, look for that hidden truth of one. <laughs> of what Absolutely. Is, yeah. yeah. So listen, Shannon, thank you. Where can people find you? Your website is just shannonswanson.com, isn't it? Yes, shannonesswanson.com. There's an E in there because mm. um, there's other Shannon Swansons. And uh, they can find me on Instagram at uh, Shannon E. Swanson. And where else can you find me? I think those, you can also find me on TikTok at Shannon Swan- E. Swanson. I think too is Shannon Swanson there. And yeah, those are the biggest things because on Instagram, I do daily tips in my stories. And okay. that's where I share a lot of a lot of these things. In addition to, of course, my website at shannoneeswanson.com. So yeah. And I have a, a link I'm going to give to you if people are interested, uh, a bundle that I have with 30 days of journal prompts and things like that, which is kind of a combined bundle of um, a mind-body kind of way. How do I want to say this? It's like 
to become more con uh, connected and aware of the mind body connection, I guess I'm not using, choosing my words very well, but there's 30 days of journal prompts. There's five tips around worthiness and also a guide around, um, how to become more aware of your body and what it's telling you, particularly around emotions. And so I can give that to you and send that to you afterwards. My God, we could do a whole nother hour on just what the body has to tell <laughs> us about ourselves. Oh gosh, Shannon, it's just been an absolute joy talking to you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I love this conversation. I could like you, I could talk about it all day. It's been so much fun. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So welcome. Wow. So there we go. <clears throat> so much to take in so much good stuff. And, um, I, th I hope you agree that Shannon had a lot of value to add and, a lot of sort of empowering messages in that, I think, um, and something that I think everyone there's something there for everyone to take away for sure. So there is a um, a link in the show notes for the resources that she was discussing, um, and also a link to her website, which is really again it's really inspiring actually. And even if you don't engage with her, just go and have a look at her website because it's really. Um, yeah, it's just a fantastic site and full of kind of encouragement and that sort of sense of um, positive empowerment that I think that, that Shannon embodies so beautifully. Um, so yes, that is that is our conversation with Shannon and I hope that you um, enjoy her, her free resource because I think it's probably pretty valuable. And if you want to get in touch with me, if you want to... Um, uh, have a chakra reading if you would like to um, work with me in any way in terms of yoga and healing and chakras and just beginning to understand yourself and start yourself off on this journey you know sometimes we just need somebody to hold our hand and you know I think Shannon would be an amazing person to hold some to hold your hand um, but I can be too so <laughs> if you're interested please do get in touch show notes all the info's in there. Okay, until next time, take care. Lots of love. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.